It was Sunday evening in Innsbruck, Austria. We were tired and hungry, and getting a meal proved to be more difficult than we had imagined. You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with Wanderlust. Thanks for tuning in to the Travel Fold podcast. I'm Jamin Houghton, and I'm here with my wife and discoverer of things that we don't know, Hillary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like we had to do a lot of that in Innsbruck. Um, yes. Innsbruck kind of ended up being a, a comedy of errors for us. Yeah, well... I feel like every place we went to was a little bit of that, but yes, definitely Innsbruck. <laughs> so much we did not know. Yeah, and we're discovering things and working through them as as we go along. And Innsbruck was no exception. We yeah. had just come from Hallstatt, mm-hmm. which was a magical place. If you missed that episode, go back and catch it. Uh, we really loved our time there. We arrived in Innsbruck. It was Sunday. Uh, we had done a lot of train travel, so we were just like, you know what? We're just going to get the groceries that we need for the next few days and settle into the Airbnb and just kind of relax and chill out. Yeah. Well, that ended up being a little bit tougher than we thought because <laughs> we we found out that grocery stores are closed on Sunday oh. in Austria. I still can't believe that. I remember looking on my phone and being like, are you kidding me? They're all closed. <laughs> yeah. And we uh, there were grocery stores right next to our Airbnb. And so originally we had thought... We'll walk from the train station, check in, and then it'll just be a little a little errand. But we found that the only grocery store open was actually in the train station. Yeah. So we had to walk back to the train station that we had just come from and go to the grocery store there, which was kind of frustrating. I feel like it would have been better if it would have been the same distance, but in the opposite direction, just so that we wouldn't right. have to have like retraced our steps and be like, we're going to have to walk down the same exact streets. Yeah. But the irony of like we could have just picked up groceries as we like stepped off the train yeah. is crazy. And and that's a great travel trip for other travelers is um Sunday. I don't know if it's all of Austria or Innsbruck or what, but on Sundays grocery stores are closed, but train stations have grocery stores that stay open on Sundays. So yes. good to know. And I will say that like all through Europe, the grocery stores in the train stations are usually pretty good. Which is something that I was kind of shocked by. Like in the US, I would not go to a grocery store that's in a train station. But in Europe, like they're, they're decent. Like you can, so if you are getting off a train and there's a grocery store, like you can pop in there and get all the normal stuff. If you have your face mask during COVID, you can go inside. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So Austria was super strict. So we were there in May of 2022. Austria was very strict on a lot of the COVID regulations. So you had to wear a mask on all public transport and in some buildings, grocery stores being one of them. And no, train stations being one of them. And we were in a train station. Right. But I, you had to in, in all, I'm pretty sure in all grocery stores. Oh, I well. didn't notice that. I don't remember going into any other grocery stores in Austria. So I missed that part. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was all grocery stores and and it had to be a medical face mask, like an N95, like it couldn't be anything that, so it had to be official and they were very much checking it. So there's someone at the door who, if you don't have your face mask, you're getting turned away. I feel like there are other places that required it, but didn't really enforce it. But in Austria, it was definitely 
in forest. And when we got there, we realized that you had forgotten your face mask. Ugh, I'm always the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I did not have my face mask. And I didn't, I didn't even really think about it that much because we're going country to country and I feel like it was required some places, not other places. And so I really just kind of lucked out that I had mine with me. And so we went grocery shopping in shifts. So I went in first. Because I really wanted to go inside and see what they had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I went in and got stuff. And then you, like, I came out and waited for you while you took the face mask and went in and got stuff. But I didn't know what you had bought. Right. <laughs> so I came back out with um, some pizza Pringles. And I also had bought some pizza Pringles. So with plenty of pizza Pringles. <laughs> we doubled down on the Pringles in, in Innsbruck. That's hilarious. Oh and my gosh. We had, so we went grocery shopping, walked all the way back to the place. And I was really excited to cook and eat this frozen pizza that I had been a long day of travel. And I was like, I'm going to eat this frozen pizza. I'm so excited about it. And then the oven didn't work. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, it was like, are you kidding me? Like... It's like people stay in the Airbnbs, but they probably don't eat in maybe as much. Yeah. But for us, it was yeah. really important that we like eat in because we were saving money and yep, it was a no go. So then we had this frozen pizza that we'd paid for and we couldn't use. Yeah. And the oven wouldn't work. So frustrating. So then we ended up having to go out and eat. Right. Yeah. We found like a Donner Kebab place yeah. that was, that was close and it was good. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. But it was one of those things we didn't want to spend the money that way. And we'd already gone to the effort of buying the frozen pizza. And if you don't have an oven, frozen pizza does you absolutely no good. It's not yeah. one of those things you can eat cold or like figure out some other thing to do. You have to have an oven. Yeah. So it was just like wasted, yeah. wasted money. And it felt like at that point, once You'd been a long day of train travel. You realize, oh, you have to go back. Oh, we have to have the face mask. Oh, the oven doesn't work. It just felt like every, like the world is against you. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah. want to give up. Yeah. Well, one of the thing that one of the things that I got when I was in the grocery store was um, sect, which is sparkling wine uh, from the Germany and Austria area. Mm -hmm. And so, um, if you think of like prosecco being like sparkling wine from Italy, yeah, just imagine that it's called sect here. S-E-K-T. And um, so I'd bought some of that because it was a kind of a special day for us. Yeah. Not kind of. It was a special day for us because it was May 15th. This is uh, 2022. So uh, May 15th. And it would have been um, our daughter Hollis's fifth birthday. Yeah. Five years old. She'd have been like a little kindergartner. Um, and so um, for those of you who don't know, I want you Real, real quickly tell people about Hollis for those who don't know. So she was born in May of 2017 and um, she was quickly after she was born in a few days, uh, we noticed there's some problems. She was diagnosed with a condition called NKH, um, which uh, she did not survive. And so we got to be with her for about six days. And so every year, on her birthday, we recognize her and just think of, I mean, we think about her all the time, but yeah, uh, especially, especially on that day. 
Yes, especially on that day, our daughter Hollis. And um, also, you guys hear us talk about swans all the time. And we love swans because her bedroom was decorated in swans. And so um, I just always have to like recap that real quick for people who <laughs> may be hearing that for the first time. Um, but so that day was really special for us. And yeah. we just like stood there in that little kitchen mm-hmm. and like toasted to Hollis with our sect wine. And, um, and just acknowledge that it was her, her fifth birthday. And, um, so that just is like a moment in time that stands out to me, especially after like kind of a crazy day. It was nice to do a little something that acknowledged like that this was an important day for us. Yeah. Even while you're traveling, you can like, you can celebrate, but you can also honor important milestones. So Yeah. And those, those people that, that you've lost when you travel, you can take them with you Mm. and they, you know, obviously we're different people because of Hollis. And so taking her with us through that way and through remembering her wherever we go. And especially like you said, when we see a swan while we're traveling or something, it's, it's like she's her memories there with us. And it was, it was really special. Yeah, it was really special. Um, and then the next morning we got up and we were like, Okay, Innsbruck, show us what you got. Show us what you got. We were going to go hiking. Yeah, we were excited to be there. We were going to go hiking up in the mountains, but it started raining that night, that first night that we were there. It was raining into the morning, and we recognized, like, it would just be a muddy, nasty mess. Yeah, we weren't exactly, like, packed. We hadn't packed for that, for, like, a muddy hike. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We were just backpacking, so... Our shoe options were pretty limited. They yeah. did not include uh, anything that we could get super muddy. So yeah. that ended up being canceled out. And so like, okay, well, we're not going to do that. So we'll walk around the city. Uh, we went and saw the golden, the golden roof, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little balcony that um, the former uh, mayors, or was it king or mayors? I think it's kings. Yeah, kings. Yeah. The former king... Um, built to overlook kind of the city square that he could walk out on. He and his wife could walk out on this balcony and see what was going on in the city square and keep up on all that was happening. And so the, the golden roof still exists there. And we went and it was early in the morning, which typically works out really well for us. Like we like to go on runs yeah, usually uh, early in the morning. And usually you have the city kind of to yourself. But in this instance, there were just a mass of delivery trucks there. So it's just a ton of trucks trying to back in and back out. So you picture like trucks with their backup beepers and buzzers and like running and the guys pushing stuff everywhere. And it was just chaos trying to get around there. And so that didn't didn't go quite the way that we wanted it to. But we did go see a few uh, uh, churches, and um, there's a row of really colorful buildings there in Innsbruck along the river that we got to go see. There's tons of shopping, and um, a few things that that we didn't get to do, but makes Innsbruck interesting, um, is the hiking. Like, there's a lot of hiking that can be done around there. If the weather had cooperated, we would have got to do a little of that. And that was kind of our plan. But, um, so would definitely recommend if you're there, get in a hike. 
Uh, the Winter Olympics were held there in Innsbruck um, a few years back, and so there's still some remnants of that around the ski jump. Is yeah, still which a, we passed several times. We just didn't maybe go up it, but right. I feel like we got to experience it to some degree. Yeah, we got to see it. It's sort of a prominent feature there in the city, which is cool to see and and walk past. Um, you can also take a cable car uh, to a viewing platform, and it really is a beautiful part of the country with the Austrian Alps and yeah. and everything to see. I wish we'd gotten to get out into nature more and experience that a little more, but you can, you can still even see it from the city uh, just walking around, which is kind of cool. One of the highlights for me was the Swarovski Crystal Elton, um, which is basically like crystal gardens. Like yeah. who doesn't want to go there? And it's not, it's technically not um, inside Innsbruck. It's out, side like a I don't know like a 10 or 20 20 minute train ride I think mm-hmm. um so not too bad but I was like I'm super into Swarovski um like I like their jewelry they're the you know speaking of swans they are the company with the logo of that crystal swan yeah um so it's the Swarovski crystals that you are always hear about and so Jamin has like bought me like a fabulous like um swan bracelet for Mother's Day one time and then um, I've got like different earrings and different I just I really like their stuff and um, specifically the swan part of them and so I kind of took this little excursion myself it was a little pricey and I think that's maybe why we didn't both go it was raining it was a little pricey and it was very much my thing and maybe not so much your thing Um, yeah I remember us discussing it and and me being kind of like, well, if you really don't care whether or not I go, yeah, I don't know that I would enjoy it. The, the value of the ticket. Yes. <laughs> but I, but we knew that you would. Yes. And we knew that it was an opportunity for you to see like cathedrals and things that you were maybe a little bit more into. Yeah. And we only had so much time and right. <laughs> so much money. So, um, so I hopped on a train and, um, headed out to, I believe it's called Watton's Austria. Um, and that's where the Swarovski headquarters are. And it made me like fall in love with them even more because like you're talking about this massive corporation and they're like in this small town, like the suburb and they have like their campus up on this hill in like these Austrian mountains. It's like really, really pretty. Um, I can't imagine, going to work every day there and right. looking out my office window and seeing all this beautiful landscape. It's yeah. so beautiful. Um, and, uh, and then I got to kind of like walk through the town a little bit too, which ended up being awesome. Um, I actually found my, uh, I found my mom a harmonica. My mom really wanted a harmonica and from somewhere in Europe. And so, or, and it wasn't necessarily a harmonica so much as like, I think she wanted like something musical and a harmonica was something small that I could bring back for her. So, um, I was able to get that in Austria and, um, and I made my way then to, um, the, uh, Swarovski campus more or less. So imagine arriving to, 
a corporate headquarters and you see the corporate building, but then back behind it is this amazing garden that's almost like a Disneyland for like adults. <laughs> like <laughs> it was just like there's, you know, the ticket booth and um, it's very well maintained. Um, and so you kind of just make your way through these gardens. Um, and then there's a part of it that is actually inside the mountain. So imagine like walking in the door to an underground world and it's kind of in the side of the mountain and it actually um, you walk through the door and it's behind a waterfall like a really like a lush green mountain with a waterfall coming off the side that they've like it kind of looks like a human face um, and the water mm. is spewing out of the the mouth of this face and it's really cool like you guys this is like this is something worth um, checking out in our YouTube video because yeah. it's it's pretty different it's pretty unique I couldn't film a ton on the inside but there were some pictures I could take and there was a limited amount I could do um but it's it's just really cool it's um it's brilliant because they basically use their crystals to create artwork and a lot of it is interactive artwork and so they get really creative with it um it reminds me of like a lot of places that you see here in America now like Meow Wolf and some of the things um mm, yeah. some of the other like pop-ups that you know people go and like it's very instagrammable um right. so um it was a lot of fun but it cost like I think it was 19 euros to get into the art museum um which was really really cool um especially if you love sparkly things, it's like going to be your jam. <laughs> but um, there, uh, so that whole, and I use the word art museum because it's like an interactive art museum. That's the best I, thing I can come up with. But um, like I said, it's all underground. And so like you come through this behind this fountain and um, everything's like covered. These mountains are like covered. They're lush, lush green mountains and vines and all kinds of stuff. And um, then there was all these different rooms that you went into and each room had its own theme. And so like one of the first ones that really stood out to me was one and it was Christmas and everything on the inside. It was like, it was several stories tall Mm-hmm. And at the very top was a snow machine throwing snow down on you. Like real snow? Real snow. Like it was really cold. And um and so you walk in there and there's and they even had like I think some kind of covers for your shoes in case you weren't wearing the right kind of shoes. Like they had kind of prepared you for that. Uh. But um but yeah, you walk inside and there's like snow, there's this tree, this Christmas tree with real snow on it and it's huge, like several stories and it's like rotating and all this snow is coming down. You could literally like make a snowman if you wanted. It was like kind of crazy. So was the tree like real or was it made out of crystal? Um good question. I think it had if I can remember right, I believe it was like a real tree but it had um or a fake looking gotcha. real tree gotcha. um and uh but it had like cri- like they used crystals and like how they decorated gotcha. the tree for christmas i, I think is if i remember that correctly um but i think there was even an igloo you could go inside and stuff and then um that was one that like really stood out to me and then there was like one of the really famous ones was sh- the chandelier of grief um and it was a cylinder room that you you walked into, you open this door and you go inside this 
cylinder room and you can tell it's cylinder because you're kind of up and you're in that kind of an open air part of everything maybe not open air but like a, a huge lobby ish area underground and you can see that there's the cylinder room in front of you that you're going to go walk into and so you walk in and they've used one crystal chandelier and a ton of mirrors to create this visual effect mm. that's like really powerful. And so it was a really cool one that's um, also maybe one of their highlights, I gotcha. would say. Um, and then they had a room that was like all Hollywood themed. And um, it was so fun because it it was filled with all these costumes that featured Swarovski's crystals. And so they had costumes of like, like Marilyn Monroe's dress from the Kennedy birthday party. Wow. Um, they had Nicole Kidman's outfit from her opening scene in Moulin Rouge where she sings diamonds are a girl's best friend. And she's got all these like diamonds on her. Um, then uh, Elton John's rocket man jacket was in there it was covered in crystals um uh then there was like tons of outfits and jewelry that were worn by famous people like Cher and Beyonce um Selena Gomez um Simone Biles um and there was a crystal slipper that was like a life-size like Cinderella crystal slipper did you try it on so cool oh no it was like behind glass <laughs> but really really cool um there were some ruby slippers that were really similar to that from the wizard of oz i don't know that it was actually used in the film but um it just kind of like i don't know it was just really really cool to see all of this stuff on display and the way they display it is really fun um and so anyway i tried to get as much photos that i could because photos were more okay than video uh -huh. and i think it's because they had like a lot of music playing and maybe for copyright reasons oh, on the music gotcha. they didn't they couldn't let you video um but yeah oh man it was uh it was crazy. It was really cool. And it was really special because like we just said, like Hollis's birthday was the night before. Mm -hmm. And to go to this place where swans dominate everything, um, it was really cool to to be there on that particular time during our trip. Yeah. Um was like pretty special. It was, it was it was pretty neat. And then I tried a million times to actually say the words on camera. Swarovski okay Swarovski Crystal Welton yeah and I think it's basically Swarovski Crystal Gardens I believe is what that means but so being like being there like for for Hollis's birthday and all the swans and stuff like that do you think that you would rather have gotten to go to a place like that uh, on that day or do you think you would have rather just been at home and not had to do anything. Hmm, that's a really good question. I think I'd rather do something. Yeah. Yeah. But I have had moments too where I'm like, I don't want to do anything. I don't right. want to go anywhere. Um, later on in this same week, the week of, we call it like the week of Hollis because yeah. she was alive for a week. And so the whole week kind of means something to us and you mm -hmm. kind of relive the moments that she was alive. And later on in the week, um, I remember we were in Switzerland and I remember being an interlock in Switzerland, laying in bed in our little cabin chalet and thinking like, I don't want to get up. Like, I don't want to 
not today. Yeah. I don't want to do anything today. Yeah. And um, and it was Switzerland. I love Switzerland. And yet still something in me was like sad. Yeah. And I just like just didn't want to do anything. So it comes and goes. What about yeah. you? How would you if like in an ideal situation, how would you what would you do for like a day like that? I don't know. I think just because of my personality, I think my initial gut reaction is like just be at home. And, okay. You yeah. know, and not do anything. Yeah. And just be able to remember her and be sad if you need to or, or whatever. Um, but I do think that there's been times where we've done something or, or like this, we were, you know, we were somewhere when we were on this trip and getting to remember her in a way that maybe I wouldn't have planned for myself is nice too. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think a little of both. We kind of knew going into it that, that there would be those feelings and stuff, but it's, it is interesting to when those anniversaries come up and like that, that week for us of what to do. Cause part of you just wants it to be over and then part of you wants it to last forever so that you can remember. And it's just, uh, yeah. you know, it's just interesting. Is there something you know about that revolutionizes the way you travel? Can it solve problems and help people around the roadblocks on their adventures? Is it just plain cool? If you have a product like that, we would love to tell people about it. Get in contact with us and maybe next time we'll be talking about your product right now. But we did uh, get to have a little birthday cake. We did. Um, and uh, we went to Hotel Saucer and tried the Saucer Tort. Yeah, you sniffed um, out some chocolate for us. I was so glad you did. <laughs> And it was, it was really good. So it's, it's a famous cake, like probably the most famous chocolate cake. Um, but Hotel Sascher in Vienna, Austria is where it actually originated. But there is a Hotel Sascher in Innsbruck that serves it as well. And so we went there and had cake and wine um, in the hotel, which was a fun experience. It's the a cake recipe. It's sort of a denser cake with not really an icing, but almost like a thick chocolate on top of it. Mm -hmm. And, um, it has little, like a little fruit taste to it as well. That surprised me. Yeah. I, I was surprised by that too. And uh, it pairs really well with uh, red wine, if you're wondering. <laughs> um, but it's kind of, it's kind of its own experience there in the yeah. hotel and like it, it was kind of a, it's a cool hotel. Yeah. A cool hotel, a little bit of a fancy place and it's, sort of in the old part of Innsbruck. So that was a, that was a fun experience too. Yeah. To, for sure. to get to do that. Yeah, that really was. And, um, and we didn't get to do a ton in, no. in Innsbruck. Um, it, you know, honestly the rain made it a little hard. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of time there and the rain, it the rained rain real hard on us, yeah. um, which made it hard to do a lot of the sightseeing. We kind of got to a mm. point where we we're like, oh, okay, all right. We're pretty cold yeah, and tired. <laughs> yeah, but um, but it was beautiful. It's, it's a really cool city um, from the perspective of there's like this street that you can walk down with like all these colorful buildings that you had mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And it's just got this incredible view of the mountains behind this city. Yeah. And it is so photogenic for that reason. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I just like, I really love that. I think, um, yeah, I think that makes it extra special. There are just mountains everywhere too. We had a really cool view from our Airbnb because we were up really high mm-hmm. on this Airbnb, in this Airbnb, like on a, um, one of the tallest, like, apartment buildings probably in the city yeah yeah and you could see the sun setting and the sun rising uh, or really no just the sun setting <laughs> wait <laughs> i was just gonna throw it all in there <laughs> spin around <laughs> just spin around and then see it rise <laughs> no you could see the sunset um behind the mountains and that was pretty cool because yeah. there's just mountains all around the, the city it is much more of a city than i expected Mm, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be a little bit more um, of a village, but it was very much a city. Oh, uh, yeah, I see. Very big. See. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as we headed out, uh, we had one other thing we wanted to do in the Innsbruck area. It's a big thing for you. You were all excited. I was so excited. We we're on our way to see the Alpine to do to ride an Alpine roller coaster, which is basically. Um, some small train tracks that you ride down like crazy style down a mountain in a little <laughs> like yeah I don't I don't even know uh, because well we didn't get to do it because on our last morning we got up really early too to yeah. do this yeah. and um and we were going to be on our way to Switzerland and we checked out of our Airbnb early mm-hmm. because. We were out. We were gone. Yep. Um, we hauled our luggage to the train station. We paid for it to be stored because what was going to, we feared what would be best is just to leave our luggage in town, go outside the town to do the Alpine roller coaster, and then come back in and grab our bags and, and hit a train. I think whatever train we were going to take, it was going to have to come from Innsbruck anyway. So. Right. Yeah. So we're like, okay, it'll be super easy. We'll leave our luggage. Um, and so we get out there. Oh, yeah, because we were taking a bus. Bus, yep. That's right. We left our bags there. We hopped on a bus. And the bus took us all the way out to Meters, um, which is just, you know, outside the city. And um, got all the way out there on this bus, only to find that the website information that they had online was not accurate. <laughs> and the place was not open. And... Everything would open next week. So, yeah, we yeah. just all, all good. Yeah. No problem. Next week. Just come back next week. Because we won't be here. <laughs> oh, and so we waited around um, for the next bus to take us back. I was so bummed, especially because, like, you go to the effort of, like, figuring out a bus system. For me, that is yeah. always more frustrating than the train system for is trying sure. to get on a bus. So we, like, figure out the bus system. We have to buy a ticket because... We don't have like a girl past the covers buses. Right. And get on this bus and we go all the way out there only to find. And it's literally, you're talking about like being dropped off next to the side of a mountain. Mm-hmm. There's nothing out there. You're not in town. You're like outside in the country where <laughs> someone is supposed to be hauling you up a mountain. And anyway, so we sat around, waited for the bus to come take us back. And then we got back into town and we couldn't do anything because. We didn't, we couldn't go back to our Airbnb because we'd already checked out. So we just had to like walk around and kill time, <laughs> which ended up being fine because there was like a really nice park and we had to see more of Innsbruck. Um, we shopped really briefly. Yeah. I think that's the place where you found there were some shoes that you really wanted and mm-hmm. you found them there, but you didn't get them. 
And yeah. ever since then, we thought about those shoes. Yeah. They're like, I think it, at that point, I had started to recognize that some of the shoes that I had brought were great for this part of our trip. But as we headed further south, more into the summer, I wanted something a little different. And so we were going to buy some shoes. And I found a pair there. And they were perfect. And I was like, but I'm not quite ready yet. If I found them here, I'm sure I'll go find them anywhere and never saw them again. <sighs> so annoying. <laughs> Do you realize that we went to that train station like so many more times than we ever intended? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because we arrived to it mm-hmm. and then we left it and went to our Airbnb and we came back for groceries. Yep. Then we, I went to it again for the Swarovski, uh, <laughs> to get on a train to go to the Swarovski place. Mm-hmm. Then we went back to, again, to leave our bags there right. to go to the Alpine roller coaster. And then, cause that's where the bus was going to leave from. And then that fifth time we were yep. like actually leaving. Back to leave. Yeah. It just yeah. felt like. It, <laughs> it did. It felt like Innsbruck was unnecessarily difficult at, at every turn. Uh, yeah, for us, like so not funny. not any fault of the city or any of the people there, it was just the way, just the way it we all. We just didn't know. Out. There's so many things we didn't know. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, that was on us. But and even even after we left, Innsbruck wasn't done with us because I have a retainer. Oh yeah. That I that I wear oh and it, and I keep it in a a little white case and. At almost every Airbnb, I felt like all of the countertops were white in all the bathrooms. And I would set it down. And every time I would set it down, I would be like, man, I'm going to forget this somewhere. I'm just going to leave this somewhere on accident. And sure enough, in Innsbruck, I left it. That old tooth was left in Innsbruck. <laughs> oh. But it uh, it ended up being okay because the very gracious... Uh, owner of the Airbnb uh, shipped it uh, actually to my mom's house back in the U.S. Yeah, which meant I just had to go without it the rest of the trip because we had nowhere for her to ship it in the like right. in Europe. It was like there's no way we could arrive somewhere and time it just perfectly. With yeah, the shipment. yeah, yeah. So they shipped it back to the U.S. for us, which was very gracious of them. That was but really awesome of them. Was... You know, the whole thing made me feel better because right as gap year began. And we were moving out of our apartment. I accidentally threw away that white container with the retainer in it. Yeah. And I threw it away in the trash myself. And I was like, oh my gosh, how could I possibly have done that? Like, but it's pretty lightweight. And I had like some white uh, paper towels in my hand. And I was wiping things down. And I picked it up because it was the only thing on the counter, left on the counter. And then it was there with all this other white stuff in my hands and I threw that away I felt so bad because you had to go dumpster diving because at that point we'd like thrown it down the um like down a trash chute yes we'd thrown it down a trash chute and you had to go and I'm like and it was like almost 5 p.m like we needed to hand them our keys to the apartment and everything and he's like you go give them the keys before the office shuts down and I'm gonna go dumpster diving for my (laughs) My retainer, which <laughs> nobody wants it to be in a dumpster. A dumpster. Oh, it was bad. Yeah. Well, and Innsbruck, uh, Innsbruck almost got you too. You almost didn't leave Innsbruck. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't told that story yet. I almost didn't leave Innsbruck, guys. It almost got me because at one point in our Airbnb, 
the shower attacked me by pulling itself out from underneath my feet and I fell down on the, oh my gosh I was trying to get out of the shower <laughs> by the way this bathroom was weird yeah the toilet seat and the toilet lid were like comic character it was like a pattern of like, yeah, like comic superman books. or something and I was like what like who lives here like a 12 year old boy like this is so weird which if you like comics like I totally get it but the whole like renting out your your toilet with the you know the <laughs> superman on it was like maybe not so airbnb ish and so i was like this is crazy and um so that was already kind of funny to me and then it was one of those raised um one of those raised showers it's mm-hmm. kind of like this container that they just kind of like put inside a room and so you step up into it and as i was stepping down it all happened in slow motion and I went crashing and it hurt so bad. I literally, and I was like wet. So I'm like sliding everywhere. And I literally was thinking to myself, like, this is how old ladies die. Like (laughs) I am going to break my hip in this here (laughs) like place. I can't believe it. And I screamed and stuff. You did scream very loud. Oh my gosh. It was really, really painful. And I like, I was bruised and stuff after that too. Yeah. I remember you were sore. I remember you like screamed so loud and I was like packing my bag, run in there to see like what's going on and you're on the ground. I thought I was going to like hurt a leg or slam my head into something. I was really afraid like that was what was going to happen is I was going to like ricochet my head onto something. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Those showers, they'll get you. They, those, those showers, they can get me all across, all across Europe. <laughs> but uh, Innsbruck's still a lovely place. It is. I would um, go back. Yeah, I would, I would go back to um, having learned all the things that we learned. I would do a lot of things differently on our end um but not really change the city i would just do stuff a little different and um you can of course see a lot of the stuff we're talking about in our youtube video um if you have been to innsbruck or you know something about innsbruck that we additionally need to learn um go watch the youtube video and then leave us a comment there we'd uh, that's a great way to engage us Um, about Innsbruck in particular. So we'd love to hear that. You can find us on social media kind of everywhere. We're really active on Instagram and TikTok. Um, Those are good ways to connect with us. We'd love to hear from you and hear any Innsbruck or other Austria-related stuff that, that you have to share with us. That's right. And next up, we will be going to Interlaken, Switzerland. Switzerland. I'm so excited. (laughs) And you guys, we end up going paragliding. No, parasailing. Paragliding. Paragliding? Yes. Through the Lauterbrunnen Valley. Mm -hmm. Just Google that. Google that. Paragliding through Lauterbrunnen Valley. Yeah. It's incredible. It was amazing. But until then, just keep living life fast and furious because life is short. Wonder well. (laughs) 